0: September 6th, 2022, the eve before the Bank of Canada increase. All right. So why do rates keep climbing? Why do rate rate hikes keep coming? Will the rate hike tomorrow that's almost certain to come our way be the end of the rate hikes? All right. Well, the subtitle of this whole thing would be the tale of two out on a massive bender. I think we can all understand these two. Let's call them economy and inflation, deciding to get together and go out on a wild partying bender. Who wouldn't want to be out ripping it up, ripping it up after being locked down for basically a decade, right? A decade. Arguably, the pandemic was a decade in many, many ways, because from March 11th, 2020, the declaration of the global pandemic, through to March 2nd, 2022, the day the Bank of Canada pushed prime up by a paltry, a puny, a pathetic 0.25 percent. Really, that was supposed to get our attention. Uh, But in that space, things changed and moved in many ways at a solid 5X pace. I mean, in a lot of ways at a 10X pace, right? Adoption of work from home meant adoption of new technology, not just for workers, but also for consumers. Home delivery exploded for obvious reasons. The nesting kicked into high gear because while well, we were spending more time in the nest, right? Renovating the nest, additions to the nest, more elbow room in the nest, landscaping, backyard pools that just went Freaking crazy, right? It went nuts. A three-year wait list for a $200,000 pool? That's craziness. And then rather than wait one, two, or three years for trades to turn our current home into an oasis, many of us thought, I'm going to go out and buy somebody else's oasis. In fact, I'm going to outbid you for that oasis. No, no, I'm going to outbid you. No, you. And we also pre-bought basically every new build, every pre-sale there was has been pre-sold. And so we've had this decade of change inside a one to two year space, right? A decade of price appreciation in a lot of ways inside a one or two year space. And it all turned very quickly into this raucous party for who? Well, not for everyone, right? But certainly for our friends or frenemies, uh, economy and inflation. And it's inflation that really is the bad influence here, right? Economy is known to enjoy a good time, uh, but they aren't too wild. They have their ups and their downs. But uh, overall, the swings are somewhat predictable and mild. They're not totally boring. They throw in the odd twist, the odd turn, the odd surprise for sure. But generally speaking, economy is a good kid that stays out of trouble right? Although they're sometimes subject to a bad influence. And that bad influence on the scene, of course, would be inflation. And a little inflation is a good thing. It's needed. Need a little excitement in life. You got to grow. Growth matters. But when inflation gets carried away, as they're prone to do, That's another story. Inflation, they're always left feeling like they're the problem because they often become the problem, like they're to blame for our biggest problems. And yes, we're always keeping them in check. We're always holding them back. Inflation is like a racehorse, a thoroughbred. They're born to run. They want to run wild. They want to run free. And we repress them. We do. We try to keep them harnessed. We try to hold them back. We basically put inflation in the corner for years at a time, sometimes decades at a time. And eventually inflation has enough of that. And they stick their chin out and they deliver the economy. And us a line along the lines of nobody puts baby in the corner. And next thing we know, economy and inflation are dancing up a storm and having the time of their life. And the bar that they're dancing in, has a line a block long around the corner to get in. People are paying extra to get in. They're sliding a little cash to the bouncer. They're paying extra for shots, extra just to get into the place, to be a part of the action. And once in the club, they discover they can run a tab at rock bottom rates. And so they order the top shelf stuff. They pay a premium. And this they I speak of, they are you and I, right? We. And well, we want what we want, when we want it. And so the party really gets wild and it gets out of control until someone calls the cops, AKA the Bank of Canada, to rein in inflation and economy because just, you know, it's, it's, it's out of control. They got to stop before someone gets hurt. So March 2nd, 2022, the Bank of Canada arrived at this wild bar scene, arguably having been sound asleep and not really in tune with just how crazy this party was getting. And they said, Via a zero point two five percent rate hike at the time, um, hey guys, can you keep the music down? That's about the equivalent of a quarter point rate hike, right? And then they went away like that was going to do something, anything at all, really? Like the fact that they thought that would do anything that that is, I don't like to beat up on the Bank of Canada, and I don't like to you know use the hindsight thing, but coming out with a quarter point hike, I mean, come on, that is it's a little weak. And so they got busy on another call for like six weeks. And uh, well, none of us listened, right? I mean, the party just kept on rocking. So the Bank of Canada came back on April 13th and they said to the bar owner, All right, we're gonna fine you 0.50%. That's the new rate hike. And the bar owner just kind of chuckled and paid the fine. Big deal. The place is rocking. I can afford your petty fine. Although at that point, a few people said, you know, maybe. Maybe we should call it, maybe. But mostly it kept on rocking. And the Bank of Canada did what? Well, they're stuck waiting another six weeks because they got a lot of rounds to make and they don't come back to the party scene for another six weeks as per their schedule. And they come back with another fine of the exact same amount on June 1st, a half point. Now at this point, the bar owner says, okay, enough's enough, you know, things have been great. And wanting to maybe do their part, they kick everybody out. And a few people went directly home and calmed down, mostly home buyers and a lot of home builders. That's who started to go home and quiet down, which isn't necessarily a good thing in the long run, but more on that another time. Meanwhile, the economy and inflation, they said, hey guys, pile in our party bus, it's parked right out front, we're gonna keep this show on the road, we're gonna keep going, they can't stop us. And off they went, tunes blaring with arguably a drunk behind the wheel. Now, the authorities are not looking good at all, right? They've had some impact, but it still looks like economy and inflation are paying no attention whatsoever. So who is paying any attention to this? Well, the media and uh, some certain politicians, politicians with an eye on a personal win, start taking cheap shots at uh, the early warning citation, which, you know, fair enough, was weak, and at the small fines levied in, in between and suggesting maybe we need a new sheriff in town. That's a lot of hindsight at work and arguably some political pandering. But what are you going to do? Ironically, even some of the party goers still half drunk, having had an amazing time themselves. Even they start saying, yeah, those cops, uh, the Bank of Canada, they didn't act aggressively enough or soon enough at all. No shortage of hindsight out there. I get it. So what happens next July 13th happens an all time 1% rate hike, an all time high 1% rate hike. Boom, this gets everyone's attention and subsequent reports fly in of various bars closing down, laying off staff, sales volume plummeting, pricing edges down in some sectors, but not all. I mean, if you want to drink, you want to drink, you're going to pay what you want to pay, got to pay for the drink. But supply is that tight that prices just aren't really coming down. The Bank of Canada is aware that they're starting to look really bad in all of this. Worse they're starting to look weak and ineffective. And that's not like you don't want anyone to feel like they're looking weak and ineffective because then they might start to overreact, right? I mean, certainly I never grew up in a household where this line was delivered. Uh, That would be wrong. But some of you may remember from previous generations, a line like Oh, yeah? You're going to cry? You're going to cry? I'll give you a reason to cry, right? So you don't want someone to look ineffective. That can that can blow up, but that's kind of where we're at with the Bank of Canada. So they clearly appear as if they should have done more sooner. So what does this mean for tomorrow, September 7th, 2022? It means the Bank of Canada is laying a spike belt out across the highway for the party bus heading their way and they're gonna do what they need to do to bring this party bus, to bring inflation and arguably the economy to a dead stop. They're gonna give economy a stern talking to, and uh, then they're gonna send them both, the economy and inflation on their way and, and, and hope that they behave better. Will the Bank of Canada succeed? How big will the spikes on the spike belt be? Some say three quarters, some say half, a few say another full one is in order. Will this be it for the year? Will this actually get the job done? Some say yes if it's done right. Are inflation and economy going to stay on the highway though and hit that spike belt and do what we predict, or are they going to veer off the highway into left field over a cliff, Thelma and Louise style? Who knows? I myself am out of the prediction business. I mean, the only thing I'm willing to predict is just one thing: that uh, that I'm not going to make any more predictions. Okay, I know you want a stronger finish, and I mean, in a way. I am actually making a prediction because I just went firm on another purchase of a piece of real estate. So long-term, I'm a believer that we're going to get through this. Yes, I'm a believer. I believe the government will not solve for supply. I believe those home builders that went home from the party a few months back, um, that's going to create a bigger problem on the supply side that the government isn't going to fix, certainly not in the next one, two, three, four years, uh, but inflation will be fixed in the next one, two, three, four years, macroeconomic inflation across the economy, not so much in the housing sector. I mean, you're going to see inflation carry on in there, but that's kind of somewhat unreported inflation, always has been. I mean, when you think about how huge the jumps in home prices have been in years gone by, and it never really made Part of the inflation calculation, did it. So no, detached homes, supply not getting fixed, inflation not getting fixed, uh, industrial commercial space, supply not getting fixed, inflation in prices and rents not getting fixed. And look, if you want another prediction, here it is. I mean, it's a pretty safe one. Uh, Canada will remain a free market society. That's the reality. Uh, And we are just that. We are free and we are a free market society. We have amazing mobility. And the world oversees this, which is why people the world over are coming into Canada and Canadians are not leaving Canada. I mean, you hear the odd story of one or two, but those are just you know anecdotal, not a macro situation. So we'll see just what that number is tomorrow. And we'll see over the next six weeks as the inflation data comes in what the results been. Thanks. Then that's all I got.